Hey, little boomers, who doesn't want a reason to day drink? The good news is that High Bank has many. Our $5 day drinking menu is available Saturdays from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. and all day Sunday. That's today. Feel free to hit it hard. Acceptably? Yeah. Acceptably. That's what it says. (laughs) Do you want to keep going? It says acceptably. (laughs) A-C-C-E-P-T-A-B-L-Y. So you you read it correctly. Acceptably. Yes. Especially... I think we just keep. You're doing great. I'm. I'm not taking this. To learn out. more, head to highbankco.com. Drink local. Drink High Bank. Proud partners with the Columbus Blue Jackets and your CBJ Artillery. Little boomers, if you're going to any games or events this season or this year, check out SeatGeek. Download the app. Type in our promo code CBJ for twenty dollars off your first time purchase. That is promo code CBJ at SeatGeek for twenty dollars off your first time purchase. Ignore that entire. High bank read. Don't ignore it, but ignore the part where I messed up a lot. Thank you. Kyle, uh, you did great there on that Thank ad you. read. This you, keeps happening to me. You you look rough. You look like you've seen better days. I've I yes, I had a great night last night. I went to the Ohio State game, started drinking about ten o'clock yesterday morning, and didn't really stop until about one a.m. So. Yeah. For those of you that obviously this is a podcast because you cannot see Kyle, I posted a great picture, a glamour shot of his. Uh, Did you get my good his side? ensemble today? <laughs> Sunglasses, hat, and just death—the look of death. When I wish I, in, wish he I was like dead. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I, I, I love Zach Galifianakis. Uh, hey, we have Elaine back in studio from CBJ Cannon, and we also have friend of the pod, our bar regular. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Seeds, first time on the pod. Welcome in, bud. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Do you so, walk uh, into our bar and they say, what will it be, Seeds the regular? Pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Is it like cheers? Yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, there was a time last year I was bringing my mom to a game and I walked up the stairs by our bar and the bouncer was offended that I was not coming in. And to which point, I had to explain to my mom why the bouncer for this bar is yelling at me to come drink uh, across the <laughs> across the patio. Mom, I'm not an alcoholic. I swear. <laughs> hey, look, Ma, I made it. <laughs> look, Mom, uh, I actually have friends. <laughs> All my friends are different drinks. Same. What's that? What's that Justin Timberlake song? It's like a collab with Chris Stapleton. I got Jack. I know I tried Jack. I tried Jim. I tried all of his friends. I can't drink <laughs> you away. So yeah, I'm friends that with all good. this. Thank you. I wow. I've been told that I'm the songbird of my generation. No, they said that about me. They album. say that about me. Oh well, who says that? It's me. I think we should. <laughs> speaking of albums, I think we should make a holiday Christmas album like the Blue Jackets did a while yes. back. Yes, yes, you should. They are the artillery. Christmas album. My friend has a studio downtown that I'd we can record. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'll step in for you. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we could do like a, a, a collab with CBJ Cannon. Oh yeah, and you guys could do like a, a song with us. I think that'd be great. <laughs> if you want to see that, please tweet us because my friend has a professional recording studio downtown Columbus that you know we could kick ass at it. Yeah, I absolutely. would be down. So what are we in right now? What What are we in right now? Well, like I'm talking like instrumental studio. Oh okay. Yeah, there's like a difference. With all the Buttons in the <laughs> yes, all those exactly <laughs> something all those yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> I, I, that. That's how I was led to believe you recorded an album. <laughs> all of those things. Um, Wait, why is this Coke bottle in Spanish? I don't know. Sure, don't know. a Coke with your equipment is that what that's sure is? to equipo. I have uh, no team. idea. Equipo is team. You're I have no idea. 
You guys are Elaine, doing, you guys um, are doing great. <laughs> Elaine just so we we're obviously we're sponsored by High Bank Distillery, awesome place. And Elaine just we took are. the we have cups in the studio, <laughs> and I was confused by what she was doing. She took the bottle of High Bank rum and dumped it into a two liter of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused as to why she didn't just take the Coke and put it in a cup and then make a mixer. No, she went all in, all in on Fun Day Sunday. You love, you love to see it. You really do. You love to see it. You do. <laughs> Trying to save the earth. That's hey. You one know? less cup in the ocean. One less turtle is gonna have a cup up their nose. You're you're right. <laughs> you're right. Is that how that works? We went on a whole turtle rant last podcast. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> all those right. Metal straws are a lot better. Let's just get to it now. The old blue jackets, baby. Do we have to? We can. I didn't watch want. the game last night. I yes. Are I you know. sure? Did don't you don't worry, Kyle. You, you didn't miss much. <laughs> you didn't miss a lot. Yeah. They scored two goals. On but hey, before we do that, on the bright right. side, we did snap our five game losing streak, which was great. Uh, we 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 beat a very a very <laughs> good Coyotes team. I would say that they're probably one of the top three or four in the West. Um. So yeah, I mean it was a, a solid game there, and we scored on the power play. Bimstrom, first wow. career goal. Yay. Ex- extend <laughs> Brad Larson. I think we should. I think we uh, we should probably go ahead and lock Brad Larson up for another like five years, maybe pay him you know, the, the highest that any coach can make in the league. Right. Yeah, make, make, let's it. make him the highest paid assistant, guys. You know, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, honestly, the Coyotes wow. game was at least nice. Um, the defense looked half decent. Uh, Corpusalo looked solid. He made he made some saves. The guys were sticking up for each other, which I hadn't seen a lot. Yeah, this right. Year. Yeah, that they, was nice. They they were working on clearing the crease. Um, if any, there were a couple times where rebounds got away, but the defensemen were doing their job and actually like clearing the puck. Uh, there's a play that sticks out in my mind. Corpusalo was outside of his crease and thought he had the puck covered, but it got loose. But Seth Jones managed to uh, clear the puck out of the zone, or at least clear it away from danger. That way, yeah. Corpus Allo could recover. Um, I thought the uh, I thought Arizona, the Arizona game was really good. They looked they looked solid. They like you mentioned, they managed to actually score on the power play. They and did find and finally, you know, they were Bemstrom 12, heating up, baby, right, two right. in a row. Yeah. Uh, Emil Bemstrom finally got a chance to uh, get out on the power play and utilize his uh, his shot. He's he took the shot, followed up on his own miss, got the rebound and put it past uh, Darcy Kemper, who was second or who led the league in goals against coming into that game. So yeah, yeah it was it was a good performance for the Jackets on uh, the that Wednesday night. Yeah. The Arizona Coyotes are fifth in the Pacific. They're like maybe a top ten t- team in the West borderline. They kind of right. suck. I mean, I don't think they. They're like they nine don't suck. Phil Kessel they makes don't. everyone better. Okay? <laughs> Phil Kessel is a. I mean, a nine. What are they? Nine and six, like or something like that. They're. I mean, that to me, that's a good team. They're nine and six. They're a they're, solid they're team. Middle of the road. Eh, I would put them a little. I, I would. The I would kill for record? nine and six right now. <laughs> hey, we're only three games out of nine and six. I mean, well, nine and eight. Eh, whatever. Continue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, poor Kyle. Uh, long story I'm short, dying. I think the Yotes are actually a pretty decent team. So I don't know they're what you're saying, team, yes. Kyle. They're not top three. Okay, maybe not. That's all I was saying. Top five in the we West. We beat like a top ten Western team. Okay. Well, well we, that's better than getting beat by the bottom team. <laughs> Great well, we analysis. Los Angeles Great yet, analysis, so. Elaine. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why I'm here. <laughs> and hey, uh, Gus Nyquist scored 14 seconds into that game. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. I was not even like sitting in my seat yet before. I mean, I saw it happen. Right. But I was still, you know, I was like, all right, game started. I was, you know, I was getting a beer out of the fridge. And all of a sudden, it? I hear Jeff Brimmer just... His voice go high, and Mike <laughs> <laughs> was scored. Yeah, no, I was doing the Twitter for our site last that night, and I was like, 
what the fuck just happened? I'm like, I was, they were like, and they scored. I'm like, the Coyotes scored already? <laughs> That's pretty sad. That's your first thought. Uh, no, it was good. It's good to see. Ni- I think Nyquist has like had a point in almost, I think, in all away games. I don't think yeah. he got one last yeah. night, though. Uh, no, he no, he did. He did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, he's, he's, got he's, a, he's got a point in every road yeah. game this year. It's a eight-game road point streak. Yeah, I love to see it. You really do. But uh, the, I mean, the, the, I think the most excited thing I am right, or ex- most excited thing that I'm excited for, does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Bimstrom. Uh, we've been waiting for this guy to get going, and we've been, you know, it's he's had his ups, had his downs, and kind of, you know, there was a lot of hype surrounding him, and we weren't seeing really a lot of production. And then sticking him on that power play unit, the dude is like proving that he belongs there, and we're actually seeing what. Yarmo in the front office has been talking about with this kid, so I'm excited to to see him finally get some goals. I want to see him actually like smack some boom. We call him Boomstrom, right? I mean, yeah. I want to see that. He's had two soft goals. They're goals, regardless. They're but goals. They were soft goals. Two points. Two points. One and point. Wow. Well, that is two points. Two <laughs> yeah. goals is two points. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So you were right. Um, <laughs> I'm hungover, just not as hungover as you. So words the, are hard today. The one time, I mean, Bemstrom is known for his one timers. That's what. He does. That's why he's, he's the next the power Ovechkin play. baby. He's not the next Ovechkin. Okay, you're he, probably right. <laughs> I, I want to see. No, I want to see is. him Let's set up and. I want to see him set up an open ice more for an open one-time shot rather than him having to get these softies all well, the time. Well, the problem is we can't give him open ice right now. Why? Because our team won't do yeah. that. Yeah. Have you Have you seen the power <laughs> play of late? Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> we can't. Um, but at the but. At least, you know, I, I'll take soft goals over nothing oh, at this yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. Uh, and, 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 yeah, and, and, you know, for, for a young guy like that, getting goals any way he can get them, because you can tell he's kind of been pressing, is just at least he's at least he's maybe getting his confidence up, at least on the power play. And maybe now we'll see a little more of that one-timer. At least I would I, I would hope to see it. Maybe Torts will actually play him and play more people consistently. I, Maybe uh, Cam get take, <laughs> did Cam get taken off top line? He did. Yes, he did. I will say that the Yotes game, Cam wasn't necessarily you know flashy or scoring goals, but he was doing things away from the puck that I liked, that I really hadn't seen a lot from him so far this season, and I thought he was kind of doing well there. Yeah, it was very uh, Cam esque. It was. We, but we've already seen that from um, Cam is killing me this year, man. He, I know you. We have you're seen. A dead we've horse already, we thought I thought we were already have already established that he's an all star in the league. And now he's playing. He's gonna. He's on pace to score 15 goals this year. Yeah. I mean, the he, he still doesn't have a five on five goal. Exa- yeah. yeah. He has zero. I thought he had one last night, goals. but it wasn't him. Like I forget who I got credited with it, but like he had the initial shot. I think it maybe went off a. I forget, but it looked like it was Cam's goal. And he's got open looks a lot of the time. There's been a couple games where he has open looks, and he just he'll just put it into a pad or right into the chest. He's not finding his spots with his shots, and it's not Cam out there. Something's wrong. He's he'll, he'll come back to it. I believe in Cam. Here's a question, though. Does it really matter if he's not scoring five on five if we're constantly like down a man or up a man? I mean, yeah, he because can score our power play wants. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it does matter. We have to score even strength because we get scored on on our power play. That's um, yeah. That's not a lie. <laughs> so the talk of Twitter right now. Um, from last night's Colorado Avalanche game, right, is uh, Nick Foligno had a headshot on, was it Belmar, is that his name? Belmar, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously we know, game. we know as Blue Jackets fans that Nick Foligno had no intent there. I don't even think, I mean, I think Nick Foligno knows he didn't have any intent there. 
I think he was maybe, we talked about it for the podcast, he was maybe going for the shoulder, and it just by happenstance hit his head. And that warranted a five-game or a five-minute misconduct and also like a 10-minute game misconduct or however that works. I forget how that goes. But uh, long story short, got kicked out of the game. So is there going to be a suspension, do we think, for Felino? I mean, he's going to have a hearing with player safety tomorrow. I don't think so. I mean, how many times can you look at that replay and realize he wasn't trying to go high? It, I mean, it, it's a fast-paced game. It's a contact sport. That kind of shit happens a lot. I mean, that could happen at any point in time, and it just happened to happen to Felino. It's just they're pretty much throwing salt in the wound of this season so far. But I, I really don't think that there should be a And if there is, I mean, look at the, the Luchik punch to the face. He got a, what, four-minute for that? That should have been a misconduct of anything. Yeah, I agree, with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Felino's yeah. getting a misconduct for, yeah, it was a high hit. He probably should have maybe got a major, four-minute major, but I don't think it deserved the misconduct, and it definitely doesn't deserve a, dis- a suspension. Well, it's rare, right, that they would go to a hearing and not get anything, especially via the phone. Yeah. I mean, it's happened, though. I mean, players have come away with nothing. To us? To the Jackets? I don't know. I can't fact check oh, that okay. that far, but I've, I've seen the, that the, happen. The, the law of six one four says something's yeah. going to happen. Exactly, <laughs> he's I, he'll be five game suspension. I would, I would. <laughs> so half a season. I after seeing the uh, after seeing the Lucic suspension where he got two games, I frankly thought he should have gotten four or five. Yeah, but if Lucic only got two and that guy has a history. Um, you know, you kind of have to spin a wheel with the Department of Player Safety, which is extremely infuriating. But I would guess Felino's going to get one game, and they're going to get, like count the ejection as like the other part of the suspension. So, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they sit him for Montreal, and then he's back for whatever that home game is next week uh, or later this week. But it's it's just the fact that they're having the phone hearing is why I think they're going to suspend him. Um, I don't think there was any ill will in that hit it was kind of it, it, was, it looked tough especially when you slow it down it's mm-hmm. but like you mentioned it's such a fast-paced game it's it, it lo- but it just looks tough on replay and the nhl for as much as they are trying poorly to legislate bad hits out of the game they're i don't know they're just going to try and make some sort of example out of them and say you can't inadvertently catch the head yeah. And, and and credit to Nick Felino for post game. He was uh, very apologetic. He, yeah, exactly. Like, he was sitting, he, he was saying he he, yeah. he had no idea he even hit the head until he was watching the replay. So yeah. credit to Nick. So which I say like there was, was I don't think we all know Nick Felino. There's there was no intent behind that at all. Nick Felino right. is so like one of the classiest. Guys I know in the and, and if, absolutely. And if there's yeah. no intent, he's not a repeat offender. In my eyes, I think it might be like a five thousand dollar fine, maybe something like that. I don't know if that's do. I don't know if they do that. But I don't, I don't foresee a suspension. I don't think it warrants one. He's not a repeat offender. He's a good guy. He has no past with this type of stuff. So and he was already ejected. But yeah. they do sometimes want to send messages and why send the whole why league? send a message to like through a good dude because like, it's a it's good like, dude. It's saying yeah. that like every. I mean, we've seen it before. Safe. It's not Tom Wilson. It's not Milan Lucic. Right. It's not. You but know, you could suspend those guys all the time, and they're not going to change. And other people aren't going to be mindful of their game after that you suspend a guy like Felino, and people are going to be more mindful of how they're going into a hit because they're like oh shit nice guy nick Felino, who never wants to attack anyone or engage yeah. anyone unless he's like pushed to the brink he's getting suspended uh, ask, ask uh, max domi how that felt last year when he got his 
Remember when Felino beat the shit out of Dome <laughs> last year? <laughs> you yeah, love to see was, it. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, what do you think it would take for Sidney Crosby to get suspended? No, he could probably take his skate off and kill somebody, <laughs> sl- like slice their throat open, and it would be two minutes on like two minutes in the box. That's probably it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's my guess. I was I wouldn't uh, I was hoping for that. Answer. So so uh, whatever whatever they would suspend Crosby for, they'll just give it to Malkin. Probably yeah. Yeah, yeah just pass it over <laughs> to his. It, pass it, 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 his it, it's it's like how you know if if anything ever happens to the University of Alabama, it's UAB that gets you know the NCAA penalties. <laughs> um, the one thing I don't like though is, I mean I understand that they need to slow hits down to watch them as a ref and as um, the player safety. But I don't think fans need to see a hit um, slow down because, yeah. like we said, in that moment, it's so fast, and they're trying. To, the refs are trying to make that decision, and I think it takes away from the game when you have all of these fans and being like, "You're a crappy ref," or even like the refs the, do suck. Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> <laughs> we I've definitely seen worse. You know, slow um, no or not, they suck. But it's still like it. I think it I takes away saying. from the game, and then players go out there and they're like, "Well, you missed that," but we watched on the jumbotron in slow motion, like. Yeah. You're not watching it at full speed. I mean, I, as a fan, though, I want to see it. Oh, yeah, maybe you know, like, like afterwards, maybe not when I'm sitting in the seats because I know I'm yeah. going to get riled up as a fan. Yeah, well, yeah, if you're in the arena, like we saw this um, with the offsides call at Nationwide uh, that led to the first goal. Who were we playing? Ed- I forget. No, Ed- it wasn't Cal- Edmonton. Cal- Wait, was it the Calgary? No. It was last week. Calgary? I don't know. It was Calgary. It was Calgary. It was yeah, the Calgary game. Yeah, it was game, the Flames. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and there was uh, – they looked offsides. Yeah. And then it led to a Calgary goal, and mm-hmm. the refs reviewed it, and you know it got turned in the favor of. That's I mean, not it, right, is it? What we were at that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, were it was it was Calgary it was game? it was that first goal against Calgary yeah. when they when they thought when they weren't sure if he had control. At was the it the Blue Vegas line. game? I think it was the Vegas game. It was Tuesday. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Either way, regardless, it happened. Either way, it happened. <laughs> Everything's a blur. Okay. Uh, it was the Vegas game. Kyle's right. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was the Vegas. That's game. what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought it right, was Vegas. Right. I didn't yeah. know it was Calgary. It's been a lot. Like this has been one blurry week because yeah. the Jackets and the Monsters have just been like one right after another, and all yeah. the games are kind of like just one. Yeah, but like to, me. to my point, like when you when you are when you are in the stands and something like that happens, and it doesn't go your way, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you get freaking you get riled up as fans. Like right. you, you start booing, and then the players right. can feed off that, and then it's just like it's just, a, you well, know, it's just crazy. Right. I, I'm, re- I'm reminded of a time last, like dating back to last season. Remember when uh, we were playing Toronto and Oliver Bjorkstrand got killed against, uh, got nearly got killed oh, yeah. on the ice. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, and and then I don't I as I recall, Toronto served maybe what was it a double minor for like attempted murder basically, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's just frustrating. Well, yeah, as like, a, it's just frustrating as a fan to see like, you know, we you know the referees and, and the re, you know the referees I get are trying to do their best, but they're still not only struggling, but when they get replays, they're it's they're seemingly missing calls. And I and I really wish, like if if a referee is going to come out and announce, yeah, the, okay, this is this is the decision. I, I kind of wish they would give like some rationale behind the decision, like you know, yeah, like 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 at least come Honestly, out and say like yes. we're, like we're making we're making this decision. Here is the rule, or yeah. here's the rule behind why we're making this decision. Yeah. Like uh, well, football, like, like NFL, like football games do this. Why can't yeah. why can't the NHL? It'll All take you need thirty like, extra seconds. That's what I'm saying. Right. Fifteen twenty seconds max. You know, you announce what the call is. And you say, "Here's how we came to this conclusion." Right. Now, that would clear things up for fans. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, now now fans might not agree with the call. Yeah, you can still boo if you want. Right. You can still Don't boo, matter. but at, but at least I'd at least sitting in the stands, I'd have a, I'd have 
some way of understanding, you know, your rationale. Yeah. At least That's now true. I know why I'm booing you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Like my biggest, one of my biggest things or pet peeves right now with the NHL officiating is the inconsistencies from, but like for instance, the, the Milan Lucic hit where he only got four minutes, but yet then he got two game suspension. Well, why didn't Milan Lucic get a game misconduct in that game? Like the, the officials were there, they saw it. So why is there such inconsistencies in what they call on the ice? And then once player safety gets a hold of it, you know, it, they, it could result into a suspension. So I'm kind of frustrated with that aspect. Like for instance, Nick Foligno gets kicked out yesterday and he could maybe get nothing from player suspension or NHL player safety. So I don't know. There's uh, the inconsistencies there kind of bug me. Right. Like I always uh, remind myself that refs are extremely fallible and human. They are, but there's uh, but but when you got replay there. Right. But when you have that replay there, I don't understand how you can unprovoke punch Cole Sherwood in the face. Punch him into concussion protocol. Right, punch him into concussion <laughs> protocol and then get a double minor. And that's it. it. It doesn't make sense. And even from like, I'm going to put my writer hat on for a second. But even from like a writer standpoint, like how do you, I struggle to write with that because I, I don't want to like tear refs down in my articles because Why I want to be like a, <laughs> well, <'cause laughs> I don't want to. I still have to have a professional relationship yeah. with those people if I run into them. But in that situation, it's like, that was a bad call. That was not a good call. That should have been a game misconduct straight up thrown out. If it was a 10 minute misconduct, then he sits 10 minutes in the box and that's fine. But he deserved a 10 minute game where Felino, while he did it on accident, I could see why they would give him a 10 minute misconduct and I'm, not throw yeah. him out of the game. But uh, they, if you, you want to, yeah. If you want to give him five minutes, ten minutes from yesterday's hit, when it's you know when you are in the moment, I could see that. Right. But I just don't think that that warranted an, an ejection personally. Right. I mean, and we see it. It's not just in the NHL level, and I kind of let things as a writer pass a little bit in the AHL because it is a developmental league, even for refs. Okay. But I mean, last night, Marco Dano and Alex Belzal got into it, and there was like this huge everyone but the goalies on the ice were fighting each other and the refs were like, we have to separate this. You have to stop it. So they pushed Dan up against the board, kind of like held him there. Alex Belzal came in, clocked him in the face, and then they both got a 10 minute for continuing the altercation. And to me, that didn't make sense because he like couldn't defend himself. Yeah. He literally could not. Like <laughs> That's someone, ridiculous. <laughs> right. Someone was holding him there. Yeah. So how, as dare, a fan, how dare you get held? <laughs> right. Like I can imagine how upset the fans were. And as a writer, I'm confused because I'm like, how do I write about that? So I didn't write about yeah. it. Yeah. But because <laughs> I didn't know, like, how do you write? Yeah, how that, do no, you write tricky. about something like, how like do you, that? Yeah. And say, like, was the ref right or wrong? Well, obviously, I think that they're wrong. But at that point, people are going to say I'm a homer for of course. the monsters, yeah. which I'm not because I'm probably are you not to a beat writer anyone. for the monsters? Well, but you still have to be like not a fan. Yeah, you got to be. Oh. Down you have the to middle, separate. Which until like this weekend, I wasn't really separating as much. And um, when you realize what you really want in life and where you want to go, you realize it's important to separate it. So like I'm yeah. a fan of the jackets, but I'm not a fan of the monsters, which. Kind of hurts <laughs> to say right now because it's like a very new thing <laughs> for me. But I want people to come to me as like a trusted source. I don't want them to think that I'm wearing these Cleveland colored glasses yeah. when I'm covering a game. So. Makes sense. Um, another th thing that stood out to, 
I know CJ brought it up prior to us hitting the record button, and I noticed it last last night during the game. Is Corpy again? He's not good. He's not. I'm not going there. <laughs> he's not. I'm going his his. Kyle just likes to start the fire. His on ice frustration, where he last night he had a couple outbursts once again, where he right. You know he's you know banging his stick against the ice, banging his, his stick against the net. You right. know he's and Tortorella has, he came out and said he literally torts. I'm quoting torts. It's bullshit. He said it many times in in his timeouts with torts with uh, Bobby Mack. Like it's bullshit. It's selfish of Corpy. That's what Torch says to to do this because you're kind of you know um, making it all about you. I guess is what Tortorella was saying. Right. So your thoughts on Corpy's little outburst? I mean, we're it's Eric and I probably <laughs> have the same thoughts. Well, well, my thought. Well, so Corpusalo last blew up like this against the Philadelphia in the Philadelphia game when we the meltdown. Yeah, when we when we utterly. Capitulated against the Flyers. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah, that was a ter- that was a terrible game. I still have nightmares about that and the Pittsburgh game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so right after, so right after, um, Nazem Kadri scored uh, to make it four uh, two last night. Right before I fell asleep, uh, Ka- yeah, Kadri scores to make it four two. Corpusalo grabs his stick, smacks the crossbar a couple times, and just throws the puck out to center ice. Uh-huh. Um, Torts was quoted after that. Uh, after that, um, after that Philadelphia game, and said, "This won't happen again." I went and talked to him on the plane, and this won't happen again. And it's still happening. You, you, at some point, you are the backbone of the team. You are the guy in net, and you have to learn. I, I realize this is the pot calling the kettle extremely I know, black I love here, this. but I'm you so have but being recorded. But you have to get your emotions <laughs> under control. Like, oh, I wish people could see our Slack channel right now. Yeah, <laughs> Corpus Allo has to get his emotions under control. Well, I'm not. I'm not getting paid to play hockey, no, sadly. Um, <laughs> but like, it, it's really depressing that like, yeah, I really like. I I enjoy the fire that he brings on the ice. I really, really do. And I, I like when Elvis has apparently had that kind of fire and wants to wants the competition. But when you're on the ice and your team is struggling you know they just killed this massive penalty and i get you might be frustrated right after giving up a big goal but you have to hold it together there's still yeah. there's still 20 minutes of hockey to, roughly to play you have to be able to at least hold it together and it's it's just frustrating to see that corpy continually loses his edge like like i don't know if he's frustrated with seth jones in that moment i don't know if he's frustrated with his own play if he's just frustrated that uh, Nazem Kadri, yeah, it's, it's and that, just and that's a thing too with that. When you do have those type of outbursts as a goaltender, you don't know how potentially your team translates that. Like, or is, is Corpy that pissed off because of me? Is he pissed off because of what Corpy did himself? Like, so uh, to what John Tortorella is saying, it's selfish. Mm-hmm. I could see as to why that yeah, is. And, and, and remember, and remember last year when Sergei Bobrovsky had that big meltdown in Tampa Bay, and the leadership yeah. of the team like went went and basically said. We we as a leadership group are sitting your ass for this next game. Yeah, like it's it. it I wonder at some point will like Nick Felino and Seth Jones go talk to Corpus Allo and be like, we we're gonna handle this ourselves. Not yeah. worth. Well, it. then, but they it's should. it's just frustrating. It's so that's the thing that I have a lot of takes on is one. If you're gonna hold someone to that accountability, you have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, I'm sorry. John Tortorella, I think he is a, a decent coach, but he he is amped up. He does get fired up. He does have moments that Corby had. 
you can't sit there and call BS on it when you do it yourself. Yeah, and that's one and thing that he did mention in that interview with well, Timeouts right. with mean, Torts was he kind of called himself out too. He's like, believe me, I've been there, I've done it, right. and you, I've learned from it. So I feel like we haven't seen those right. outbursts from Torts lately. We haven't seen anything as bad, yeah. but like, it, it's still. Um, then maybe you should start holding players accountable, like not just him. For me, I. I think it's uh, interesting that they sent Elfis down because they're saying he's not playing as well. He needs ice time. But is he? he's not playing as well to your standards because the defense is screening him. They're getting in his crease. They're doing the same thing to Corpy, except Elvis started hitting them. Elvis started pushing them on the good. ground. Yeah. yeah, good. And so he gets <laughs> sent down for being like, get out of my space. I'm not yeah. coming into your space. And Corpy used to be a very talkative goalie two defenders and I haven't seen that much this season and mm. I just wonder like is the defense just doesn't care um do they think that they're just fine and above all of it I well they I mean they can't think that I mean there's a deep defense but they're not playing well but at the, all but, right, yeah. but like but there's something I see, else there I can see some games where they there is just a Oh well, that happened. Whatever mentality, right? Like they're, they, they're, they're they don't try to fix it, it. Yeah. which is what Corpy right. needs to do. I I disagree with you on the torts thing because he's the coach. They're, the coach and the goaltender have two completely different jobs. So the the coach's job is to get hyped up and to get his players ready to play. The goaltender, that's not his job. His job is to stop pucks and stay level headed for the rest of his team. But at the same time, if you're hearing someone tell you to be some way that they're not it, it just seems very they're pros they're pros still, you have to you have to conform to your job that's what pros do yeah but like if my i mean like i'm a pro at my job kind of um <laughs> <laughs> you are you are yeah. no, you well, are definitely no, no, more, no, more of a pro not, than me not my writing job my Ooh, day job oh, say, <laughs> but kyle and i are not pros at anything <laughs> that we do with no, our but like <laughs> my my boss said it to us the other day i'm not going to ask you to do something that i'm going to continually do or that I'm unwilling to do. That's a good boss because I've had bosses in my I life agree with that. Right. they do and stuff so and then they don't back it up. I get that he is trying to um, help him get past that anger because he knows, I mean, Calgary has this, a door that separates the locker rooms now that's like a metal door because <laughs> of the fight that they had. So he, he understands there be like a that. Plaque. There should be a plaque there. Like <laughs> in honor of John Tortorella. <laughs> but he... If you are going to hold him accountable, you need to start holding everyone else accountable. And when you're only I trying to I think he does. Hold, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like that. You know, you're sending Elvis down, but you're not sitting people right. at the time. Yes, Cam started doing better, but why aren't you sitting Cam? And I get it. You, people can say you can't healthy scratch Nick Felino because he's a captain. Well, guess what? The Blackhawks did it with with Adrian Alcoin. They called him that? I said healthy, it last week. Yeah. Healthy scratch. I, I mean, well, we, we saw Riley Nash sit for Cole Sherwood yesterday. So, I mean, maybe it's starting. That's maybe. And, if you, and, if, and, if you, and if you remember in uh, Todd Richards' last game as head coach, Cam Atkinson was a healthy scratch. Yeah, oh, I remember. I, Cam, got, Cam got scratched with torts a couple times. One, one, of the, one, of the things I, one of the things Elaine brings up that I, I mentioned, um, I, had, I had pretty good seats to the game on against Vegas, and I, I talked to a buddy of mine. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets, when they're on the ice, talk to each other less and call out responsibilities less than my own than my like Sunday league soccer team. Like they, there is no communication between those guys on the ice. There's like the goaltenders not calling out rushes, or they're, the defensemen aren't calling out where where opponents are in the zone. They're not calling switches. It's it's really frustrating to like 
because when when you're super close, you know, obviously you guys yeah, know, you can hear you, you can oh, hear yeah. the guys talking. And when the jackets are in the defensive zone, there's no talking. Yeah. There's, it's crickets. There's, yeah, there's no the one talking heard. to each other. It's it. I I wit and I and I don't and that's just kind of a player thing, I guess. But they need to figure out when they're in the defensive zone. You know, call out. You know, if if Seth Jones is coming to one or Zach Warinski is going to one side. Zach needs to call out and say, Seth, you know, cover for me or Seth, you know, switch or, you know, or have like a, a, a hand sign right. and Seth. So the other night Seth did that. He tried to tell him he lifted up his left hand as he was falling to show that the left side was going to be bare. And I don't remember who was on the ice at the time with him, but then they, the other team scored. Yeah. And he was trying, it was against the coyotes. He was trying to tell them, I Stop that am rebound. with yeah, yeah without without yelling it so that the other team didn't see so they're not even looking at each other and seeing what the other person's doing. And 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 I think that looks a, it looks like that on TV. It looks yeah, like that when you're watching in person. You can that tell falls down there's to, just miscommunication. That falls down to the or no. I mean, you can blame all of the players for that, but when Seth Jones is wearing an A on his chest and he's the only defender with an A on his yeah. chest, that's his job. He needs to make sure the entire defense is talking. And if they're not, that's his fault. That falls on him. And it seems like John Tortorella, too, like during games, from what I understand, he doesn't go in the locker rooms during intermissions. Like from what I I, I know, he do, he goes in there sometimes. For the most part, he allows the he wants the players to but communicate he, like, that. Just like be in there, though, just be there just to know what they're where all of their heads are at. Yeah. I mean, or, or or I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a coach. I, I, don't, I don't. Or or at least even if you're not going to be in there, at least come out uh, as the guys are walking out of the tunnel to go back on the ice for sec- the second period. Be like, you know, make sure you keep your communication up. Just remind them. Yeah. You know, keep right. keep your communication. Look at your teammates. I mean, so you, all you need is just a yeah. casual reminder. Or maybe yeah, I mean, I'm maybe sure. And, and, and maybe them? and maybe you've got guys on the bench yeah. who are you know calling out. You know, you got you got a you got a guy streaking down the ice. Yeah. Why don't they have baseball signs? You know, like when I played softball, <laughs> yeah. we had a whole oh, yeah. like eight hour meeting. I guess going maybe over that would signs. be kind of difficult while you're skating. Baseball, you just stand still. <laughs> no, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I have a hockey stick in one hand, and you know, I'm like, all right, let me do something like, quick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that Torch never goes in the locker room. I'm sure he goes in there and, you know, every from time to time. But what I know and what I've kind of understood, mainly it's he wants the players to, you know, the captains to lead by example and figure their shit out during intermissions. And if Torch needs to, he'll probably come in and step in. But I think for the most part, he lets the players kind of do their thing. So I guess the question is, is he asking the leadership what they're talking about in there? Because if they're not on the same page on the bench, there's going to be a disconnect. Like if they're oh, yeah. going in there saying like, you need to do this, this is where the assume, breakdown was. I would assume the leadership would meet or I would be hope. with Tor. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's, I don't a, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> that's just what I've it's heard. A, it's I've above heard, the league I yeah, cover. I mean, I've heard multiple times that mainly he lets Felino, the, the captains kind of Address show, yeah. or run, the, yeah, run the show. Address the, some situations and figure it out from there. So then, so then, why are we not talking about Felino and his failure at running this team? If that's the case, then hi Kyle, I like being on the show with you. <laughs> hi, 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 I'm I'm Eric, and I have lots of problems with Nick Felino as a captain of this hockey team. Okay. I think he so started out as one. a good. I think in the beginning he was a good captain. I, I think, think he was good. I still want to write him out. I think he's a great leader. He's a great community ambassador. Mm-hmm. He's not a great hockey player. He's a good hockey player. Right. He's not a great hockey player. He is consistent um, for the most part. And I think that of all the people currently on this team. I would probably give it to Nick Foligno. I don't know who else would potentially be yeah. a captain. I think I Seth agree. Jones is too quiet right now. I think 
Granted, I don't see him in the locker room and see if you know he's if he's screaming at guys. But I doubt he is. I think I feel that like he, I, I think a lot of people. Would, <laughs> he's not at all. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that, only because he's been the captain for so many years, and they can't. Yeah, really but imagine who else, else? On, who on this team right now would you give a seat to? Amy Jones. Yes. <laughs> uh, Amy Jones, captain of the. If she was in there. If she was in there giving a pep talk. I'd I'd listen. And she like if you follow her Twitter or like see her on um, her Instagram stories, she knows a lot about hockey oh yeah and i'm like i, mean, I just want to sit it. there Both with you kids. i want you to break down plays <laughs> with yeah. me like she could probably she's got the two jet. kids in the nhl fox sports <laughs> ohio should hire her as like a an she could join the desk with uh jean luc and brian Giesel. <laughs> that would, a, a lot of people would watch <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah they would i would watch <laughs> all right but I mean, if you, you think that nick Polino should not be captain i didn't seeds, say that you kind of <laughs> hinted at it I didn't All say right. that. Who on the team I did. now? Who All on right, the team fine. now? I'll say it. I think Seth Jones should be the captain of this absolutely. team. Absolutely. All right. No. I, I, absolutely I absolutely not. think. No. I absolutely think Seth. I don't think he's ready. Madness. I don't think he's ready. I. I. How do I, I think un- he could potentially be a dude, future captain. That is crazy. I don't talk. think he's ready right now. I, I. I think he hasn't been yeah. given the chance to take the leadership role because Nick Foligno is in the locker room. I. I, I, I feel I see like, a reaction. Guys, I just feel like. Are you kidding me? For the listener. Wait, I feel wait, like for the Ky- listener, Kyle just he, he whipped is, off he, his he is the, glasses. He is the third longest tenured Blue Jacket <laughs> with a letter, and there are a lot of reports out there that, despite not having a letter anymore, Boone Jenner still takes an active role. He still me, has me, a letter. Me. Oh, does does he? I legitimately forget that. Yeah, he was wearing a okay. name for the Yotes. Oh, all right, then let's give it to Boone Jenner. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, let's, give, let's give Boone let's give Boone the C then. But how about just, we just I have feel no like C. Seth Jones would be more of like he'd be like a Rick Nash captain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and because I mean, Rick didn't want to be the captain. Exactly, that's what I'm Seth saying. Seth Jones has had every single opportunity to be a leader on this team, and he he's too quiet. He's a good player. But I mean, you can. But we be, also don't know. You can be a, you, you can be a leader by not. Yelling and screaming and pumping up your team. If you lead uh, by yeah. example out on like the ice, Jonathan that's, yeah, to me, yeah. that's also a leader. So I, I don't say that Seth Jones won't be a captain. I don't think he's ready to be a captain right now. Yeah, I think eventually Seth could be like a Taze or a Crosby captain. Yeah. But right now, it, it's just not there. Ew. And <laughs> I'm just saying, you sometimes got to give credit to Crosby where it's due. Or even McDavid. I, don't, I can't see McDavid peeling the paint off the Edmonton I locker just can't, room. But I can't, but imagine, I can't imagine coming in as a captain. He seems more fired up than... I don't know. He, he, he's he's know looked pretty either. dead-eyed to me. Yeah. But, but, but it's... but it's it's at the, 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 the question remains... The larger question remains, regardless of who is wearing letters in the locker room, we don't have guys who are willing to step up and take charge or feel comfortable stepping up and taking charge really at any point. The, they're... they're you know, we, we we've we've had issues with coaches, we've had issues with players, but for the most part, um, over the last seven eight years, we've had this kind of same veteran leadership group in the locker room, and we have these same issues continually crop up: lack of com- lack of communication, lack of ability to finish games, um, lack of communication on the ice, um, and inability to like really see games out. Like, how many men? Like, it's it's and it's there's so many mental mistakes. How many goals have we seen this team give up in the? Final minute of periods the last four years. I would say, and then they don't twenty thirty. and then they don't fight to get it back. Though. Right, and they, and they don't and they don't protect their goaltender. They don't they don't no. clear the crease. They you know someone can come in and snow Corpusalo or they would snow Bobrovsky, and there's there's just no pushback. It's it's really frustrating to see that there's like guys in this locker room who. It 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 kind of, I don't want to say there's like clicks, but it looks like there's guys who just won't stand up for one another, and it's really frustrating to see. Yeah, I think that they can build each other up. I just don't. 
know where the disconnect there is on protecting each other. I mean, although after Sherwood got punched in the face, I mean, I thought Harrington was going to choke Lucic to death. And yeah. then, like, David Savard has two guys in his hands. <laughs> like. It was so majestic. David Savard's, like, fighting <laughs> off two people at this right. one time with his he beard. He looks so Canadian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, it's tough, man. It's if yeah, I don't know. Winning cures all of those thoughts, I feel like. And unfortunately, we're not winning, so we got to try to figure out well what the hell is the problem. And I don't really know. I don't know what to say. We've got 3 points in the last 7 games. Hey, we could have got zero. And you, hey, we technically Wow, do- you sound like a Browns fan. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and we don't have the worst power play in the league. We're like 25th. So there's like six teams worse than there's us. There's so. room to grow. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We're almost a quarter, of the, a quarter of the way through the season. And if there's. We're only, a- what, like six points out of a playoff spot? We have six hey. wins in 17 games. Listen, I would be worried. <laughs> <laughs> I would be worried if it was like January. Like you said on the last podcast, I'm not getting worried until it's yeah. the end I will of hit, January. I will officially hit a panic button in January. January fifteenth, I will hit it if we need to. Do I don't know why that date. I did just I literally just pulled that date out of my butt. <laughs> but January fifteenth, I'll let you know if I'll, we should hit the panic do we, button. Do you Play have that a, day? no idea? Do you have a panic button in here? I don't, you, but I should get one. You should get one. I'm sure I could buy one off Amazon. Uh, <laughs> we play the Boston Bruins on oh, January fourteenth at home. So if we lose, that's right. perfect. That's it. That's the <laughs> panic button. Go. That's the Jordan's panic button. Walking around yeah. the, the wide. I'm gonna, we're gonna make a whole video about it. Danger! <laughs> danger! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a panic button on Amazon. And we're gonna do a whole little video, and as soon <laughs> should we just start? Should they just start tanking? It's almost like Groundhog Day, like where you don't know what I'm gonna, you don't know what's gonna happen. Am I gonna hit it? Am I not gonna hit it? That's what we're gonna do the video. So it's gonna be very dramatic, dramatic music. It's gonna be on the table. And I'm just gonna be like, just don't. I don't know. I'm gonna hit it. I'm done. Sorry. This you're podcast look, is. You're looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is such beautiful. a mess right now. I love it's it. Beautiful. I love it. We're doing great. We're just. Are we just putting our thoughts we're out, just man. No, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. Come on now. Something like that. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go on with some positive thoughts. How about that? Oh, um, wow. Kyle's favorite player, Zach Rowinski. Um, <laughs> he has scored now the most goals for a defenseman in franchise history. He uh, broke sure. Rusty Kleslaw's record. Wow. He currently has 42 goals. Kyle, are you happy that your favorite player <laughs> on the team has uh, – Achieve this Look, accomplishment. For, that's a good milestone, but if that's <laughs> if he gets caught up on that, then he's an idiot. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. hungover. Kyle thoughts. Good. I thought Jordan's takes were flaming hot, but hungover Kyle is like <laughs> Warinsky. I don't look. I I don't like to you know compare this year to last year. Whatever he played well last year, he's playing like absolute dog shit this year. He is all Poo-poo. season. He's scored some goals. I think he's what third on the team in goal scored, maybe. But I don't give it. Nobody. I don't care about yeah, that because he's I, a defender yeah, and he uh, doesn't defend well. <laughs> That's what he's out there for is to defend, and he doesn't do that. But I'm glad he's scoring goals. But he doesn't fucking defend, and that's what the problem is. He's awful at it. He's terrible. <laughs> I will say. Goals. I will say as soon as I, I mentioned this before going on to the podcast, and Elaine's first thought was, "Oh, do they have an award for the most turnovers?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, or something. I forget. You said something nope, like that. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Wierenski's actually tied for second on the team in goal scored this oh, year. Oh, there you enough. go. What is it like five? Four? I'm glad. Good four. for him. I'm so glad he's scoring okay. goals. No, four goals. I, I, yeah. So but he can't fucking defend. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with this team, is the uh, 
defensemen seem to be more concerned about scoring goals and the forwards seem to be more concerned about keeping the puck out of the neutral zone, which uh, I'm pretty sure that's, that's supposed to be flipped. A little bit. And Andrew Peak said something that was really great in postgame uh, a few games ago is I asked him about how does it feel to be able to provide offensively to the team because he scored this beautiful goal. Um, he said, it's nice, but my my main job is to defend. It's nice to be able to play both sides of the puck, but my main job is to defend. Oh, my God. It's almost like the <laughs> label of your job is defender. Wow. <laughs> right. And so I feel It's I feel not like, as glitz and glamoury, Kyle. <laughs> right. I just feel like the focus has been on scoring so much, and that doesn't come from the players, though. That that comes from the coach. That yeah. comes straight from the coach. You sound Canadian, yeah. though. The coach. Um, Sorry. Yeah. It comes <laughs> from the coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I pick up accents. Part, really part well. of part <laughs> of what I think part of what I think is wrong with the defense is that our forwards have been absolute horseshit this season and cannot score goals. So, spe- so, so guys like defense is like they're like, right, let's try to help. <laughs> yeah, we we had so they're kind of like trying to help because like like Zach Wierenski's tied for second on the team in goal scored. That's probably a sign that your hockey team is bad. With and how many goals? With again? Four, four goals. Four. second yeah. on a team and four goals. He's, how he's, many? He's tied with he's tied with uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand and Boone Jenner. How many goals have the Jackets scored this season? I would say maybe... 40. 40 in 17 games. Okay, so the Monsters... So that's bad. In a a span of five games, the Monsters scored 24 goals, Mm. and the opponent only had six. Well, we talked about last podcast just swapping the well, rosters. You think you're better than I, us? I, I, would, I would rather you not swap. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I, I, I saw that the Monsters scored three shorthanded goals in one yeah. game, and I was legitimately concerned they were playing the Blue Jackets. <laughs> <laughs> they but, were actually playing the second power play in the league. Oh, wow. So, yeah. um, but my my biggest issue with Zach Wierenski is, yeah, he's scoring goals, but Zach Wierenski has been dog shit on defense this season, and you guys who know me and follow me on Twitter know that I love Zach Wierenski more than like words can describe. But he he has significantly regressed since his rookie season last year. Last year he was playing through injury. Huh. That's that's true. But he's been dog shit this season. Huh. Do you he, think Hot Girl Summer hit him hard? It's almost like Probably. somebody for the last year has been saying he's not as good as everybody thinks he is. Well, I feel like Zach well, Wierenski I, went I, too I, many I, I don't part, know part of me be. part of me wonders if you, maybe part of me wonders. How how do you as a coaching staff not see this happening and not find some way to address They're it? Blinded by the stash. Yeah, it, well, they, they <laughs> might be. It's that, really, that, that, that half-ass porn stash. Oh, it looks I, great. It's, it's, it's a good mustache. It. Wait, can we talk about Cam's mustache too? There was that picture. He has blonde of him. hair, so does he, he have mustache? Yeah, he has a little bit of one in the picture they showed um, from the game. He looked like a cop about to go on a detective beat <laughs> to like solve a murder. It was great. Solve why he can't score any goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, why does my child's I'm, hair I'm, look I'm so li- red? I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on a search for the back of the net. You know. But <laughs> it's it's, it. it's just frustrating seeing Zach Wierenski's defense go to shit over the last couple of years. Like he is significantly regressed in the defensive zone, and be it be it coaching or just his own play, he uh, he can't it he. This is the Zach Wierenski we saw his rookie season when he finished third in the Calder. Is, oh yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's, it's not it's here. Up. No, it's, I, I it's not agree. here, and it's, and, like, and it's just frustrating to because you know you you have seen him perform better. You know he can do it. It's just where, at this point, where the fuck is it? Yeah, you got to think it does fall on the coaching though, because how boys. many times have we? I've heard Jody Shelley say the words when Nudie fires off a shot from the point, and he says that's what coach has said he wants from Nudie. He wants him to score. I'm like, does he want all the defenders to score? 
Well, nobody else is. So I don't, <laughs> and, 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 that's, right. and that's part of the problem is that the defense, is, at, at this point, I feel like the coaching staff is asking the defense to do too much. But they've always been uh, I'm like o- that. But like, Even I'm okay. Year. I'm okay with a defender taking a one-timer from the blue oh, line. Yeah. But, 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 like, but put like, it on that's net. What Maybe get a rebound. But obviously, but, but don't, the, make, but the, don't make that your primary focus. And, and right. it, se- I mean, and it seems like that's what might be what the coaches might be doing because at this point, they're like, how many times have we seen Jones and Warinsky both below the face-off dots this season, and yeah. you've seen one forward back for yeah. a three-on-one. No, that is or true. when it's, somebody it's, has it's, incre- it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I mean, the amount of two-on-ones, three-on-ones that we are right, we're, we're right giving up so many odd man so rushes. It's it's it, utterly infuriating, and that that has to be on coaching because the players aren't making are just making the decision every time they come up the ice. You know, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and you know want you know do that do this my own way and i'm totally ignoring the coaching staff and you see every defensive pair does it it's it's just frustrating to see that there's such a disconnect for what from what your role on the team has been the last couple years and what it is today and like in tortorella before the season started he had he'd even mentioned like well yeah we lost we lost panarin we lost duchene we lost bobrovsky so our style of play is going to change so this is what that means and you know, giving the defenders more of an op- an offensive opportunity, I don't like it. Like I don't like it at all. <laughs> or, or at least if, if you're gonna, at, least, at least if you're gonna do that, coach the forwards to get back. Like yeah. like like if so, if someone if one of the defenders steps in, someone has to cycle up and cover that space. Right. And the other thing too is uh, Murray is still playing like he's hasn't been injured. So he thinks that he's going to be able to turn on a dime. He is hurt right now. And though. well, I know, but like in yeah. the, he hasn't been. Playing. But <laughs> he he thinks that despite all of the leg injuries he's had, he's going to be able to stop on a dime and then turn and chase some guy down. Yeah, he can't do that anymore. He needs to adjust his game. Ryan Murray's been the best defender on this team. I'm sorry, right, but still oh, this year he has been. He was our best defender the, yesterday. For he's sure. the best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's been the best. But the best still isn't good enough. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I I hate to be that guy, but the best that we have in Ryan Murray is not good enough. But that's kind of what this whole team is this year. It's just not good enough. That's what they are. That should be our new hashtag. Our top point score is PLD with eleven. We're good, but not good enough. And and he has more. And he has more penalty minutes than he does points on the ice. That's sad. Is. That's not that. Well, and I'll I go mean, back to the, I'll go back yeah, to my thought. I'll go back to my thought on this. When John Tortorella says that Sonny Milano is our one of our biggest offensive weapons, we might be in a world oh, of hurt. But is he? <laughs> because maybe we should play him for like more than like nine minutes a game. <laughs> yeah. So we can just get more penalties. Good idea. <laughs> Man, this podcast is so happy. <laughs> oh <laughs> my so goodness! Many, so I many thought we were talking about happy stuff. I'm <laughs> <upset. laughs> Oh, I don't man. like this team right now. It's frustrating. They to make watch. me mad. Yeah, it's but we're like I said, we're in, we're in an ebb. Okay, <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be a hell of an ebby season, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say I, I I hate to say I told you so, but I picked this team to miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. still I still stand by my thoughts of we're going to get our shit figured out by Christmas. We're going to come out in January and we're going to be we're going to be in, we're going to be good. God, good we're not going to be Stanley Cup contenders, maybe. Not, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna squeak in with that damn eighth seed. I'm telling you, we're Corpy's gonna control his, his emotions. The defense is gonna get their <laughs> shit together. Our offense is gonna start clicking. Our young guys are gonna start scoring. We already see it in Bimstrom. I'm telling you, the team is. If we can figure everything out together, right? We just we haven't done that Whereas yet. Lincoln's is a bust. I feel like we're playing. <laughs> whoa, 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 Playing somewhat whoa. of decentness with as in, as individuals, maybe. 
<laughs> just the team is not coming together. Yeah. Well, and the good thing, too, is there's people that can be brought up from the monsters, unlike in years past where it seemed a little sketch. Yeah. Trade? Let, like the Patrick. Who you want to trade? Let's take the Blue Jackets <laughs> and put them in Cleveland and take Cleveland and put them in Columbus. Can you make that meme right now for me? <laughs> and put it up on. Have t- you seen that? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I want you to make the meme for it. I'm not going to do it right now, dude, after the podcast. Okay. I guarantee you that fans in Cleveland would revolt. <laughs> <laughs> they would not be happy with you guys. <laughs> would we win any games in Cleveland if the if they switch teams? Well, yeah, they'd probably win out. That's not actually a serious. I'm not. I want that. To happen. <laughs> I was just wondering. That's do you want <laughs> my real answer? I would love I to see. I don't know. Gerb, how do you say his last name? G E R B. Gerby. Gerby, Dalpy, and Peak all come down here. I don't want Peak up here yet. He's not ready. You don't I think he's ready? What's your thoughts on my thoughts on Dalpy? Just kind of. He's a bubble right now. I just feel like he's, he's more of an AHL guy. Yeah. He I think it, he didn't have his shot. So when he was shot, ready man. to be Well, we're, we're going to go NHL. ahead and move on to the next segment. Uh, <laughs> Elaine and the Monsters. So oh, yeah. that was our next thought. So my Monsters well time. Eric's it, yeah. also wearing a St. Louis, well, Los Angeles Rams hat. <laughs> yeah. Why? Um my family didn't really care about the NFL growing up. Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, yeah. Isaac Bruce. And then I suffered through a Bruce. decade of two win seasons, so I feel like I've earned the right to wear this stupid hat. Fair enough. See, my anyway. parents. And anytime you get a two. chance to cheer for Sam Bradford, you have to do it. No, you don't. <laughs> Listen, my parents let me pick two, and somehow I managed still liking all the Chicago teams and the Cleveland ones. I don't know. I was. You could be a Cincinnati fan like me. My mom is. She likes to talk about the Browns. 0-8, baby, first pick. (laughs) My mom likes to talk about the Browns. She's like, they're not going to make it out of the first round. I'm like, you would know. You might want to blow for Burrow at this point. That sounds... But, uh... No, Elaine, Elaine, you'll we have appreciate this. to it. say BJ season, Elaine. <laughs> I went to uh, <laughs> Elaine. Elaine, I went to a uh, I went to a blue or I went to a uh, Rams Browns game in 2011. It was like sleeting sideways in Cleveland, and the Rams beat the Browns 14 to 12 because the long snapper snapped the ball off his own leg and it never made it back to Phil Dawson. Beautiful. Listen, let me tell you about how I cried myself to sleep after that game. That was the story. <laughs> that was that was the story. Okay. okay. So what about story. the monsters? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, what yeah, so this um, is our cue the music. This is monsters talk with Elaine. Okay. Where were you wondering about Dalpy, right? I was just I thought you, Kyle, were wanting Dalpy in Columbus very quickly, and I was just like, I feel like we've seen him in Columbus. He's nothing special. I think he's good as an AHL. We've seen our, we've seen an NHLer we've seen our NHLers now and they all kind of are not well, they're good. So let's, n- why not? <laughs> well, uh, because if they bring him up, they're going to put him on the third or fourth line and Torts does not roll his lines. Yep, he doesn't yep, play them yep, evenly. Yep. So Dalby will just go to waste. Um, Agreed. So he's a bubble player. I wish he was more than a bubble player, but if he's not being used, he doesn't mold well into every system. So if he is not being used properly, he he's going to get frustrated yeah. and not play as well. So I um, he's a joy to watch. It was tough to watch him play when he came up here. That one game he played, and he just he didn't look like Dalpy, but he also wasn't getting used properly. Yeah. He wasn't fitting into. The so system. what you're saying is, Torch doesn't use his players properly. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I think he does sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. The proof is with Milano. Yeah, opinion. we don't know. That's still the verdict still out there. 
right? I know. I'm it's not okay, going back Kyle. into Milan. We don't have time. You're for like that. shaking. You're like. <laughs> um, so, what are your thoughts on Elvis being now at the Romo Fijo? <laughs> Please don't call it that ever again. <laughs> Romo Fiho. The Romo. It should be Fiho. Let's be real. The forever gunned. Uh, um, the Romo Fiho, which stands for Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, which I have learned. <laughs> you have now learned. <laughs> <laughs> which I love the fact. You know, we call nationwide the Schwide. I think it should be the Romo Fiho. No, that's awful. I just what? the morgue. Oh, the morgue. I like the morgue too. Yeah. Why don't we just call both? Why don't we just call it whatever we want until there's an official name? Okay. I think I've seen the. I think there house. is. A, I think there is an official name. It's I the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. <laughs> an official nickname. <laughs> I think I've seen the Fieldhouse a few times, but I, I know a lot of people can't get behind that because they're like, it's so college. I'm like, well, is, the Cavs play like. I'm surprised the college they didn't just call the Rocket Mortgage Arena. Like, why not? I I don't know. Try to be different up in the land. That's fine. The land is different. Yeah. Oh, God bless it. I love <laughs> it. Um. <clears throat> so Elvis. I think he's really good, but my favorite part about him is that he, as a writer, when you get to write about a goalie who has personality, because on um, <clears throat> Friday's game, Justin Scott got knocked over by Elaine. Huh, that's funny. By <laughs> <laughs> sorry, by Elaine from the the Rocket, Alexandre Elaine, and <clears throat> then Anton, Anton Carlson mirrored um, Elvis so that Elvis could have some relief. Like he literally got down. I put it on my Twitter and my Instagram. Like he got down right next to him and to be able to help him stop the puck. And then, you know, Scott gets up and he and Elaine are getting into a fight. And so Elvis leaves the crease and he stalks that fight and he stares at Elaine, like almost like challenging him to like, go for it. Try to hurt my teammate. <laughs> he cares about his team, yeah. he cares about his teammates, which is why I question up here if there's that communication going on, I, I don't, and we, I mean, I don't know. It could be happening in the locker room. I know. I think you're, I agree with you. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, he is a good goalie, but he does have things he needs to work on. He's not the best. He could honestly be the best goalie that the Jets have ever seen, but there are things he has to work on. And the AHL is different than the NHL. Like, um, Anton Forsberg is a AHL starting goalie, not an NHL. And I felt like, Corpusala was an NHL one. Yeah. It's just the 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 speed is different. You have people constantly running the net in the AHL. It's a little bit more old timey down there, especially in the East, especially in the North where we play. So, I, I don't think Elvis was quite ready yeah. for do that. You, do you agree with what I was kind of saying last podcast? Where I feel like obviously Corpy is our current number one, but Elvis, you know, start a couple games in Cleveland. Do you think since the waivers really are an issue with this right now? that he'll come in and kind of still spot start with the Blue Jackets? Or do you, do you see him just in Cleveland permanently until for the time being? Well, since uh, they came out, what was it like the day after they sent him down and said that Corpy is our number one? I have a feeling instead of rotating goaltenders, they're going to ride Corpy until he gets hurt or tired. And I think so they're going to leave. I no think they're going to leave him. Yeah, I think they're no going to. No backup to help him out? Like I, in terms of like, you know, if we have a back-to-back or. Like it's telling though, right? Like when someone says that and then yeah, they send their second best, possibly best goaltender down to get some ice time. It's, I mean, and he didn't play on Saturday only because he got banged up in the game on Friday or else he would have been playing. So I, I, it seems no one has come out and said officially and 
I wish I knew officially, like, if he's playing on Tuesday yeah. or not, or if he's getting set up, but it seems like he'll be there for Tuesday's game against the Griffin, Grand Rapids Griffins. So, yeah. I would. I uh, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's going to be with Cleveland. I feel like maybe in two weeks where, you know, Corby might need an off day. Right. They'll, they I think would they'll bring, send him up. They would bring Elvis back, and then yeah. right after, he'd go right back. Right. Because Kiv Obviously, they want him to get time, you know. Right. I mean, Kiv Lennox is good, but. Thank you for saying his name. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so the, the first year we had him, I actually asked him how to say his name. I gave him five different pronunciations and he said sure after every single <laughs> sure. one sure. so uh, <laughs> sure. so i didn't know i had to ask coach uh madden how to yeah. say it so <laughs> i now know um but he uh he he has grown phenomenally as a goaltender yeah. he makes dave smarter. metzel posted a picture of him like um he looks 12 right yeah i was <laughs> like wait this is our backup right now and like right. i mean i have confidence in it i mean obviously he wouldn't be here if they, you know they didn't but like he was juggling tennis balls out in like the behind like the or in front of the locker room and like the picture of that Dave Mansell post I'm like this guy is not even out of high school yet like, <laughs> he it's looks crazy he looks so young but when he's on the ice he <coughs> and suited up he looks like a, a vet yeah especially this year he has gotten ballsier with his play he goes behind the net a lot he uh races towards the face-off dots to poke check like he's poke checked someone coming in one-on-one -on, -one on him from the face-off. Like, he has left his crease, headed towards the face-off dot, and poke-checked someone. And because our defense was there, they were able to take off with the puck, get it out of the I neutral I feel like Tortorella zone. wouldn't be a fan of that. <laughs> I, I feel like Torres would be like, stay in your fucking crease. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, I think that's where guys like Corpusalo and Elvis and even Kev Lennox would struggle. Yeah. If they had to be essentially just strapped to their crease, which in that case, then maybe your defense should not let anyone come near the crease. Yeah. Hmm. What a thought. <laughs> um, what a concept. All right. Let's uh, let's get social. We're getting. Oh, oh I'm not ready for this. Yes. <laughs> this is while, while, while you're while you're trying to bring up the social. Can I just make one point about you can make Corpus all the points about you want usage? Yes. He's on pace to start 68 games this season. That's not what you want to do. Um. <laughs> There were eight <laughs> goaltenders in the NHL last year who started 60 games. A lot of those were because of injuries, though. I think more. There yeah. was a time when goalies played. Yeah, like but every but game. but a lot of time. But and and part of it is like the NHL is just going to a more you know <laughs> rotational. The schedule is awful. Also, yeah. so, and, so and I'm saying that from an eight person who covers the AHL and we have back. I feel like back our, we've had five games in eight days. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's I feel like I, our actual Blue Jackets schedule has been weird and like inconsistent. Right. It's I, I just I, I wish I wish there you know I, I recognize you're not going to give Elvis a bunch of starts to start the season, but yeah. man, playing it starting Corpus Allo 14 of your first seven. And we games saw it like the wild. the very next start Elvis had from that Pittsburgh. Debacle. Debacle. That was a great game. Him. I mean, he still right. lost, but right. it was a great game. And right. then, like, then he came and in. And then he played against Chicago and yeah. played well, too. Like, exactly. It's, so, it's, like, I've seen, I think he's, he can get the job done. Right. And I don't, I don't blame him for getting frustrated about his lack of playing time. And, you know, he, he, as, as a guy who comes over from, uh, uh, Lat or Finland, you're going to be frustrated if all you do is just work with, yeah. Manny legacy all day. I, I don't blame him. The, he's a big deal in Latvia. I, I oh, didn't I really realize it until um, Friday when my, my phone died at work because every social media platform from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, I swear the whole country of <laughs> Latvia slid yeah. into my DMs to ask <laughs> me if he was playing. And I don't know because Coach Eves doesn't release that until 
warm-ups now. I mean, yeah. Mads would tell us like the night before in the morning, but Coach Eves keeps it close because he wants to see what the guys do in morning skate. Or I like that. Yeah, or how they're even doing before. And if he already knows who's playing, he wants to not give yeah. the other team the edge. I like that. So, me too. All right, let's get social with questions from people. Okay, thanks <laughs> for the questions, fam. Here we go. <laughs> First question here <laughs> from Lil Boomer, Dylan Mundy, at Dylan... Oh, wait. I'm not going to read that one yet. That's a, that's what I'm going to save. Uh, first one here from Maria <laughs> right. DeVito. Is that how you, say her, is yeah. how you say your last name? At Maria DeVito 13. In honor of Eric Seed's appearance, what is your most negative take on the season so far? <laughs> I think we hit a lot of I them. think we already hit. Yeah. The, can it get any more negative? I don't know. Uh, most Which, negative would you take like, on would the you season Would you like to comment is, on who is, that is? Yeah, it's my girlfriend. Okay, um, all right. She's, oh. she's very, she's very kind. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. No. Um. I don't, uh, outside of um, every negative take we've gone through, period. Maybe just our lack of top six talent. I don't know. Um, Nailed it. No. Yeah. No goal scores. Yeah, that's. We I suck. was gonna go offensive. I just start offense. It's just our defense yeah. is shit. <laughs> every every you want to hear negativity. Everything <laughs> everything everything sucks and is bad right now. It all um, hurts. Everything is awful. <laughs> we should remake that into a Blue Jacks parody. Hey, <laughs> I, I I do have one positive everything take on the Columbus Blue Jackets right now. Wait wait, we're still on the negative yeah. train. Oh, well, and I also I want to make up this song on the spot. <laughs> everything is awful. The blue Jackets. Everything suck. is bad when you're part of the Jackets. Everything is awful <laughs> when you're a AR when you're a BJ. I don't know. That was good. Uh, I didn't think I BJs could be awful, but... Uh, they can. I've had... Um. <laughs> 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 oh, they can. <laughs> we'll um. leave it at that. <laughs> oh, I'm not finishing that sentence. Ne- You're not finishing what? You're, that sentence. <laughs> glad, glad you said that. Negative take. Next. Negative take. Are we ready for the next no, one? No, wait. Can't no, wait I this. have a negative Can't take. Can't wait for this iTunes And review. Eric actually has a positive take, so... Well, my positive take is that there's Great Lakes Christmas sale in the arena now. Ah. Gross. <laughs> Whoa! What? There's also yeah, did um, you know that high bank distillery. Th- there is high bank distillery. Um, you, guys, you guys should all drink that and yeah. go check Located out. Located outside of section 111, which is right behind the cannon. Does high bank sell beer? They sell liquor. That's more well, important. I mean the actual, the actual establishment in Grandview. Yes, mm-hmm. they have beer. And at the cannon. Listen, they're going to need to make me some gluten-free beer. Uh, we can. Do I you can guys? Do you hear that? Do you I hear can, that? They don't make. They're not a brewery. They're a distillery. Hi, Bank. I need you to partner with someone. <laughs> there you go. To That's make better. me That's some better. gluten-free beer. What's your that negative take? That doesn't taste like ass. Um, <laughs> that doesn't taste like ass. <laughs> I think that the coaching is actually worse than we think. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Torts is great. Off the ice. I think he is decent as a coach. And um, I don't think we should get rid of him. Like I've said on our podcast, I'm not about firing people because I know if I made a mistake, I wouldn't want to be fired. Yeah, it's just somebody's livelihood. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Making the same mistake for three years, though. Something's wrong. But like maybe it's time. hasn't done that, though. Right. Maybe it's time to uh, just like reassess. Just let's all take like a come to Jesus moment, go on a retreat. You know, snuggle with your dogs. I don't know. Like said, they all need to go to Applebee's and get drunk together. Yes, or Chili's. They <laughs> should just recreate that scene from The Office. Yes. <laughs> Go Close to Chili's. Time. Pam will get kicked out. Go I don't know who Chili's Pam's going to be. With my Warren. fucking boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Next question. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't really have any. Don't, oh, here, here we go. One here from sorry. Justin Needham. Yeah. <laughs> One here from Justin Needham. At Jay Needham. I don't know what the rest of his yeah, at name me thing is. All right. Friend hey, everyone. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Which song is Taylor Swift's all-time best song? And I feel like that's ass because you're a Taylor Swift fanatic, Eric. Probably. Are you a probably? Eric, <laughs> tell me you're going old school on that. Are you a Swifty? I I would say mine yes. is. Um, I'm gonna go. Her country days, honestly. Yes. I'm gonna go. Is it called Tim McGraw? Yes. <gasps> what you say Tim McGraw. I says. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh, from what in my opinion is her best album, her Speak Now album, and I'm going to go with the Taylor Swift lyrics that I have tattooed on my back. Oh, oh my. dear God! Uh, oh wow! Sweet, you this, are this, really this, a this, fan. The song is a uh, long live. Oh, I don't know. oh wow! I don't know if I've heard that one. You have oh what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- this is actually factually true. He, this yeah. is this okay. is the truth. Okay. I I, I like, respect it. I, liked, I just didn't uh, know you were that far in teardrops on my guitar. Oh, I oh like, that's a good I'd one. Lie. That's a good one. I like I'd lie and pictured a burn. Yeah. Sorry. The new the new Taylor Swift. <laughs> like pretty I don't, what are your thoughts on the new Taylor Swift though? Very good. Um nice. she hasn't had a good album since uh nineteen eighty nine. Since con- since country. Well I, I like nineteen eighty nine, but her I liked Country Taylor way more. I country Taylor same. so I, I liked her when it was all like, Y'all, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, Hey everyone, yeah. it's Taylor it's Swift and I don't like it. I don't like it as much. Oh, that's beautiful. It's good. You guys want to get ass tats with us when we finally do it? When, what what is? It's gonna be the word artillery on our butt, one cheek. It, it, was this because of the sweep? Correct. Yes. I'm okay with being there. Yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> but not. You can one. help us document it since we'll be. I mean, yes. uh, we'll be put under. Can I write? Can <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write an article about it. Oh, you should. I'm gonna go you as should. a beat reporter, not as a fan, guys. Okay. I'm all for that. <laughs> can we do the next question? Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> Damn. You're just. You're very. You're just. You sober enough? I'm so ready to go home. (laughs) 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 All right. Next one here is from Madison Sal, your friend of the pod, at Salyer underscore one four. Saturdays are for Dubois, that's all. That's it. That was was all you Uh, had. Saturday is for Dubois and the boys because Sunday through Friday is for the women. She meant Saturday is for Dubois. Yeah, I think so. That's totally what was going. Yeah. Um, What was the... you, You had a question... Before the podcast, the beer one. It was a good one. The light beer. Oh, what yeah. would yes, yes. Yeah. If John Tortorella was a light beer, what what beer would uh, yeah. John Tortorella be? And Bud Light I because he's super American and like Stella dogs. Artois. No, I go he with like shit. I was telling Eric, I go with with uh, <laughs> you. I go with Natty Light because Natty Light, you're just you're sometimes you're here and you just want to get you just here to fuck shit up, <laughs> and that's what Torch is sometimes. Every time I drank Natty Light, I was either on a, a, a college party. And I had no intent of not being fucked up. So, and I feel like Tortorella just comes in. He just wants to fuck shit up sometimes. But he's also kind of like a, a dad, almost. You know, like when you see his commercials where he talks about dogs. Like, true, it's not quite natty. So I, that's why I'm saying like Bud White, Bud Light, because he's super American. There's no way around that. Maybe he's uh, so. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with uh, Torts's Bush Light. Because I mean, are you saying you he's going bush somewhere league? with that? <laughs> no, Torts is a Torts is super American bush light. Bush light. All right. What about Coors? Who uh, drinks Coors? I don't know. I drink. The I've Coors never purchased Coors once delicious. in my life. Nobody from Colorado even drinks Coors. <laughs> Listen, the Coors gluten free Coors Peak. I think it's what it's called. You can only get it in Oregon and Colorado and California. It's delicious. It's delightful, right. but not as delicious as the Professor. 
by Hybank Hi Distillery. Distillery. <laughs> Thank Tastes you, Elaine. <laughs> really, really good with Coke, in case anyone was wondering. I'll Venmo you that $10 now <laughs> for that shout out. Thank you. Yes. All right. <laughs> Is that it? 10 bucks? Yes. I'm going to use it to buy cupcakes. There good. you go. Yeah, we're so in on the cupcakes. Yeah, well, I mean, I got here a little uh, bit later. We did, we did start later this week. I know. So. I know. And they open at noon, so I could have done it. But I also was like, I could sleep in a little. <laughs> or get coffee. That's really what Fine. held me back. That's fair. All right, next question. From the Andersons Artillery at CBJ34, and then it's now it's, I don't know what it's for. Go follow, <laughs> go follow them. You guys think Anderson is 100%, or do you think... Oh, there we go. We were going to talk about this. ...playing yeah. through the shoulder injury like Wierenski did a couple years ago. Do you, you think they would have left him on IR longer if we had more top six forwards? Judging by what I'm seeing from Anderson, I would. I hope he's playing through an injury. If not, I don't know where the hell he's at. Right. Uh, that's yeah. my thoughts. Right. I, I I assume he's playing through injury. It it was reported somewhere at the end of last season that or before this season that what he has is kind of like a cartilage injury and there's no real nah. surgery you can do to fix it. It's just kind oh, of like sucks. it's just yeah. kind of like you just gotta let it heal and it very clearly looks like it's not healed. He's got two points this season. Both yeah. of them came in one game. He had what, like twenty six goals last year? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, and, and, and he's on he's on pace points. for he's on pace for like fourteen points this season. God, like, dude, that's uh, that's like, one of that's one of the guys that like. If we want to talk about where the offense is drying up. Yeah. right there. If Anderson can't get going, I feel like between him, Dubois. Cam, I feel like those three guys are kind of crucial to the team's success and getting things going. Yeah, and in their own respective ways. But yeah, that that's a big blow. If he is playing through an injury, that sucks. Because I mean, I don't know how how I feel like he might be because he's not the Anderson that I know of. No, he's not playing very Anderson like. Yeah. I mean, he's not out there fucking shit up. Yeah, and that's what I want out of Anderson. Right, I want him to just like level someone. That punches someone. I wanted in the him face. to absolutely destroy Milan Lucic, yeah. and he didn't. And he would have, which he was makes me think he probably is hurt, or I don't know, just in a funk. Yeah. Next question. I'm fighting sleep. Um, <laughs> wake up. Wake up, Kyle. Next one from Should Ohio Country Gent, friend of the pod at OH Country Gent. Thoughts on the Popeyes chicken sandwich? Chick Fil A is better. That's my final thought. In comparison to others, you do already said you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but I am Team Popeye's over Team Chick Fil A. So I like chick. I like Popeye's chicken tenders. They're spicy ones. Popeye's is or Those chick, are Chick Fil A is never open when I need it the most on, which is when I'm hungover on Sunday That's mornings. True. Therefore, Popeye's is better. That's true. Popeyes but so I would say, right have you all seen like <laughs> all the viral videos of the Popeye's employees like just body slamming people lately? Like they're <laughs> no, like there's, no, I have there's not. like fights breaking out of the Popeye's and like. That's why I like Chick Fil A because it's like my pleasure. I'm here to serve you. Like they're so nice. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like Popeyes, but I feel like the clientele is not the greatest. Boycott Chick Fil A. I um I hadn't <laughs> had Chick Fil A before I found out I couldn't have gluten, and then one day I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna try it," and uh, it hurt real bad, but it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your thoughts on the Popeyes chicken sandwich. <laughs> Uh, I've never had it. No, I, I, it. I honestly <laughs> say that it, Chick-fil-A is better. You've had Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yes. All right, cool. But Chick-fil-A tastes better in the South. Every time I go to Virginia, it like just tastes better. The Chick-fil-A sauce is pretty bomb, too. Oh, yeah. Their sweet tea in the South, though, is like 
Hey. Sweet Eric, tea. Your girlfriend has a has verified. Yeah, she's verified. Yeah, she used to work. For, she used to work for uh, the USA Today company. So nice. I want to be verified. I want to be legit. Twitter won't verify us. So Actually, I, don't know why. Um, I would like people to think of me as like a actual go-to source for the monsters. I enjoyed mm-hmm. reading your play-by-play on the on Twitter. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I really did. That was really good, Kyle. For which game? <laughs> all of them. Thanks. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Um, I'll slap you. That's <laughs> why. I'm literally going to just slap you right in the face. That's fine. I'm going to need you to be a little more energetic. Do you need to do jumping jacks? Next one from Jake Cahill at go. Cahill <laughs> underscore you. 42. Thank you. Friend of the pod. We're, not all, one of we're his, all hung over here, okay? A little, a little I, effort. I'm not one of his not best not takes here, okay. Jake. Sorry. Not one of your best <laughs> takes here, bud. Um, when do we start blaming Yarmo for putting this team in an obvious position to fail? I see fire torts all day long, but who's the one that assembled the team by signing one free agent to replace three guys? I honestly don't That's mind. Such that it, a bad take. I don't. I don't think it's a bad take. I think it's actually a pretty good. It's take, It's not a honestly. good take. What are you supposed to do? There's nobody out there to sign. Nyquist was it. And there we, were people. We just couldn't sign them. We offered all this money to, to the guys that left, and they didn't want to be here regardless. How is that? That's not Yarmo's fault. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that, but there could be ways that Yarmo could do something different. And I feel like we were maybe one free agent signing, like a good, solid free agent signing away from being a better team than where we're at right maybe. now. And I feel like maybe there could have been a little more. I know one thing, Jake, when Yarmo <laughs> went... All in last Jeez. year, you were all about it. So no, I, I think there's no it, question we're all about it. it. Yeah, we got. I mean, and now that the guys left, it's Jarmo's fault. I mean, come on, we knew it was coming. He went all in, didn't trade the guys, and we knew it was coming. And now it's his fault, regardless. That's that's so flip floppy. It's ridiculous. My 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 Kyle, <laughs> tell me how you feel. Like my yeah. my <laughs> issue my issue with Jarmo mostly stems from the fact that they spent the entire summer knowing they were going to rely on a bunch of rookies and still blowing smoke up our ass saying they're, this team is still as good as they were last year. We when, also yeah. did but that. But no, I like, will say I, this. They I, spent a lot did, of time on that. the Monsters this summer. I feel like we did that, Kyle, in terms of blowing smoke up people's ass because we believed in what Yarmo was saying. But at the same time, I still I do believe these kids have talent. I, they I, just I, haven't figured it out I, yet. I, and, I, and I wish... Someone, someone mentioned like so. I, I wrote this big article the other day. It was like, I want the kids to get more usage. That's really what I want. As I want them to learn. Yeah, if, I, if, I, I want them to get the reps. If even, they if, are the answer to right, this team, right? And if, give if, them time. If, right. These these are the kids who are supposed to like lead us into the future. You know, you got Bemstrom. You got for better or worse, Sonny Milano, uh, PL, PLD, Alex Texier. I want to see these kids getting the meaningful reps in. Defensive zone in late in games. I want to see them because these are these are for you know Felino's only got a couple years left on his deal. I want to or you know Dubensky might be done forever. I want to see guys who are going to we're going to count on for the next decade getting the meaningful reps that they can build on when you know if even if we miss the playoffs this year, these these kids can draw yeah, on that knowledge them, and yeah, that experience time, to use time to build, to, to build to on acclimate. going forward. Yeah. That, that's. That's kind of what I want from the rest right. of the season. I just want I just want the kids to get meaningful reps either now or down the stretch, but I just want them to get so, you know yeah, they might make mistakes, but that's how you learn at this point. So, but it, that you know. doesn't really fall on Yarmo as much because where we're seeing them not being played is during the game, they mess up and they get sat. That's not a Yarmo thing. Oh, well, that's a torch thing. That's a torch yeah. thing. 
But people also, I think they look at Yarmo and Bill Zito and say they're only focused on the jackets, but they're not. They're focused on the jackets, the monsters, wherever their guys are in juniors, in the ECHL, uh, at college. They're focused on them over. He's focused on them overseas. He's got a lot that he has to worry about. Yeah. A lot he has to juggle. And I know he has other GMs like <clears throat> like Chris Clark to depend on and scouts. But when you're looking at the game and looking at what you have, I mean, he has a lot that he has to look at. I uh, I I just have to read this response to that question tweet that I just read because it's actually hilarious it makes me laugh some of the people that reply to our stuff on here I'm not in a good mood today so I'm going to start I'm just going to call people out because they deserve it uh, this is from Logan Bergeron at God. Logan whatever here it goes been Strap saying in. this for a while the whole trust Yarmo thing is bullshit he whines that no one wants to come but it's his job to put a team on the ice that makes players want to come here he hates to be questioned and gets pissy when fans don't agree he's honestly not a good GM what is this? What is that? Not see, a good GM. I, I, I disagree see, with that take. You have, yeah, let's say you have some thoughts. You're, I, dis- I disagree. Ugly. I disagree with that take. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about Panarin and how we got him in here. Let's talk about for for, for 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 broken for broke ass brain inside. Exactly. Wow. Let's talk about how we got Bob in here. Let's talk about how we got Seth Jones in here. Let's talk about the drafting of Warinsky. Remember I when mean, he remember when he took PLD over Yessi Pulyarvi, who's now <laughs> like refusing to play for the Edmonton Oilers? Unbelievable, yeah. man. Some people I can't even. There's just so much ignorance with this fan base sometimes that they just start talking out of their ass. And it pisses me off because they think they know all. But they really have no idea what they're talking about. Guys like <laughs> Logan, Bergeron, <laughs> idiot. I, I, ha- I have, I have, I have exact... <laughs> like, I, I have, I have, oh prob- I have problems with exactly, one, with exactly one thing Yarmo has done in the last, like, four years. And it's counting on Alex Winberg too much. That's way that's, too much. That's, I agree with that. that that's, Listen, that's literally I, my biggest problem. That also that, could, is kind of a coaching thing. Well, and yeah, I, but, I but, also, but we don't we, we don't have another center either. We so. don't. But like, I trust. I. Nathan Gerby's been playing. Center. I predicted. Eh, not not yet. <laughs> We're losing <laughs> followers <laughs> after this podcast <laughs> for sure. I, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I want Kyle I want Winberg to be successful. Like I'm, I want Winberg to score goals, and I predicted he would score 15 this year. I don't know if that'll happen. But Winberg has been a key per- person on our power play. And what's our power play doing? It sucks. And Winberg, even five on five, can't do anything. So maybe we are giving, I mean, he, he got to motor to the fourth line last night. So, I mean, maybe we are giving Winberg too big of a leash out. I don't know. Maybe if we should roll the lines, roll the lines instead of just. Relegating them. people to the fourth, just like constantly playing them. Not how about let's keep the lines that we have together, right? Keep them together, and letting them and play together, and, and stop blending them. it during yeah. the game. Exactly. Right. So the everyone has pretty much equal ice time, Absolutely. or like right. maybe I mean obviously maybe the first or whatever line is playing better at that point, give them a little bit more, but not have such a dramatic difference. But not have not have the two top lines play eighteen minutes in the bottom right. and the fourth line play six. Right, and that's what's been making the monsters work very well this season is coach <laughs> Eves is rolling them. He's rolling their power play units. He's rolling the penalty. Well, Trent Vogelhuber is rolling the PK and uh, Steve McCarthy is rolling the PP, but like everything's rolling. No yeah. one, it's not falling on one person's shoulders. And I think they already have enough weight on their shoulders, knowing that Panarin and Bob and all of them are gone. They're already putting that pressure on themselves. 
to then put even more pressure on them in a game by making them play exponentially more minutes than yeah. the rest of the team. It's just spread it out. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. I have no other thoughts. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. all I have. Um, all right, we do another question. If you want to do one more, we can. Should I keep calling people out? No. No. <laughs> please don't. Was that? It please wasn't don't. That I'm bad. trying to build a. Some people base deserve here. it. It was. Some I people mean, deserve I, getting called out like that because yeah. the shit they say on Twitter is just ridiculous. I mean, I understand his frustration, but I do agree that that was that was not because Garmo has done quite a bit of. He's done way. He's he's done some good, good ass work. Yeah. His bad tenfold. Yeah. And, that is and, true. And as a as a general manager, you can't hold a gun to a player's head and say sign here. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's kind of like these players you know, don't want to be here. If you're in 13 million and he still walks away, like that's what are you supposed what to do? Right? Right. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's nothing you, you can do. do so, about yeah, that. right. I mean, I feel like there's so many variables for why him and Bob left. I don't think it was all like because of money or just because of Yarmo or because they didn't want to be here. I feel like there's just so many variables. Bob, and if you have the chance yeah. to pick where you're going, I'm sorry, like. If you have a chance to make money and pick wherever you're going, yeah, it stinks that it's not the jackets, but how many people can honestly say that they would come here? How many fans? But honestly, without, they got to take off their hometown fan glasses and tell me how many of them would honestly say when your goal is to win a Stanley Cup, say that you would want to play here. Now, I don't think that means you should go to the Panthers. <laughs> Bob, I mean, the reason Bob went to the Panthers well. was because Bob didn't want any pressure. Bob wanted to right. have, he wanted to go to South Beach. He wanted he no wanted pressure. He, he wanted to play in front of no anything. fans, to have right. no pressure, right. have no criticism because he couldn't be. handle anything here because we were getting competitive here. We were, we were making, right. we were going past the first round of the playoffs. We were a very, very good team. And if you really wanted to win a cup, he should have stayed here. Money talks. But right. money does talk. And Bob, you know, we saw him mentally break down last year on multiple <laughs> occasions. In my opinion, Bob wanted to go to a team that had no pressure, no fans, no media, no anything, and that's what Bob right. did. I mean, can you imagine, though? <laughs> Shit'll be a tired Panthers organization <laughs> in one okay. sentence. That was awesome. <laughs> that's my thoughts. As a player, though, can you, can you imagine, though, what it's like to not even be able to, like, go out to eat because you're so recognizable? Like, I don't think... I think Bob was one of those people that like every time he was out, you would see Which is Twitter and stuff light up and I'll be I'll like, and then and it's different if you're like, Hey, I just saw so-and-so, but they're like, Hey, I just saw so-and-so. I talked to him. I like interrupted his dinner. I mean, they didn't say those exact words, but like, all right, we'll move to Canada then. I'll, I'll be straight uh, up. What about those players? I've Good never Lord. seen a blue jacket or a crew player out and about <laughs> ever. Oh, I ran, I ran, I ran into, times, I ran into yeah. Jared Selinger in subway one time. Yeah. They, they, uh, frequent standard hall. Yeah, or Bullwinkles if you're like Ma- 23 or below in the Blue Jackets team. I love that I just said that. I hate <laughs> that people <laughs> follow these players around and you're all like, so let's tell you where they're all at. <laughs> <laughs> they go there. I mean, obviously, if you're going, if you're a hockey player in Columbus and you're going to Food Hall or Standard Hall at night as a, as a club, you want to be recognized. Well, my favorite is Adam Cracknell. When he was here, he used to go to our bar. Oh, yeah. He lived right, I think he lived yeah. right above it. He, he would, would just come go to our bar, bar. <laughs> and people would be like talking to him. They wouldn't even know it was him. He yeah. came to the celebrity bartending night. <laughs> yeah, funny. I think you were there. I probably was. With like, uh, I think it was like, I don't, I don't remember who, but everyone was talking to him and stuff, and he walked up and got autographs from the guys, and people <laughs> still were like, That's funny. They were like, Well, that's so cool. They're like talking to him. They must be friends. And I'm like, That's Adam. That's Cracknell. Adam Cracknell. <laughs> That's funny. One of my favorite moments of a player just kind of chilling was Jared Bowl 
it was he went to celebrity. He was a celebrity bartender at one of it was oh, yeah. a while back at our bar, and then after that he, he just stayed. sat he sat down at, at our bar at the bar and just had he just drank the rest of the night. Yeah, Mark <laughs> like, Mathot. Mark yeah. Mathot did that when it was uh, him, John Moore, and Jack Johnson at Brothers. Yeah, uh, Mark Mathot stayed by. Johnny Moore had to be like. <laughs> he had to be escorted home. He was Dude, he like, was late. <laughs> if I was if I was a professional athlete and I had to do one of those events, like hell yeah, I'm staying after. Why not make yeah. it worth your like, time? You're sure. already burning a night, mine as yeah. well. Then they used to be like um they used to be at a time when like people when the players didn't have like they had like two days before a game or three days. Yeah. Now it's like the night before well yeah, not the so night before. There's like a day yeah. in between or it's the day after a game and they're like if they lose, they're not in a good mood. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there either. <laughs> Kyle, is there any more no, questions? Another one? That's it. Or do you uh, have one? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. We got, <laughs> well, we'll do one more. And from Indifference Jones at 38 SPL 5. I think it's 38 special. Special. But is it's that? 38 SPL 500. I don't know if it's the band or the gun. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Watch it not even be uh, <laughs> either of those things. It's got to be. I mean, what else? Right. Uh, are we confident that Tor- Tortorella's support staff are capable of moving this team forward? Lane, we'll start with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think his support staff down in Cleveland is capable. His two assistant coaches. <laughs> Let's just keep it simple. I, I'm unsure. I'm on the fence on that because, like we see with the power play, it's not going so hot. And like I said on our podcast, the the Canning Cast, is it doesn't matter how much you love playing for someone. It doesn't matter how much the players respect you. If they're not performing, they're not performing. No matter what you do, it's not going to make it work. So maybe it's time to switch things up. Maybe whoever's doing the PK takes over and does the PP. We and they did stop. that last year and yeah, it was worse. That, that it yeah, worse. that's true. That's right. We did talk about that too. Something has to, I mean, something has to give. So... I would just like to point out we're only like what 16, 17 games in. Yes, I'm not worried. We're yet. not that. Yeah. Well, they don't look good. Ca- though, counterpoint. Man. Counterpoint. Our power play since um, the streak ended has been 31st in the league by a wide margin. Okay. Well. <laughs> also, I think our video assistant coach is really good. Um, we we've caught some people offside. We have. Well, well, kind of, kind of. Well, kind of. Yeah. But but for the mo- for the <laughs> most part for the most part whoever that video assistant coach is the last few years has been good. Cool. Um, let's yeah. score some goals. I mean, I mean, I mean you, yeah, exactly. Let's, let's 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 stop beating around the bush and try and find a way to put the puck in the day. I mean, what what did we say earlier? We scored forty goals in seventeen games. Yeah. Find a way to put the puck in the fucking net. The monsters <laughs> haven't even played well seventeen games, and I feel like they're on par to score way more. The monsters <laughs> no, are probably one likely. of the best teams in the AHL, though. No, they're not. They're up there. Close, but I mean, one uh, of the best teams. Utica Comets. They're the Vancouver farm team. They're incredible. They're in the north. And the Toronto Marlies are basically the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. And so in Laval, it's like all Carl Alsner's on that team. Like that team is a lot of Canadians who have been around. So it's gonna it's a tough uphill climb for them. All right. We're done with your questions. Thank you for them. Am I even, confident even that Tortorella's if, uh, staff? Even is if capable? you got even if you got <laughs> belligerently yelled at by Kyle. We still appreciate it was one your, guy. <laughs> still appreciate your listening. It was one guy and he deserved every bit of it because that was a stupid tweet. Uh, Wait, I have a question. Yes. Now that we're here and you didn't actually answer it last week, we need to know who your favorite is. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Um, you each are my favorites in your own way. 
<laughs> Eric Seeds, your drunkenness is my is very it's I love it. I give great um, fist bumps. Yes, you do. You I give great fist them. bumps. Uh, Elaine, your up spirit, your happiness and your laughter. You know. <laughs> so you all are equally great. <laughs> it's good. You're gonna make a good dad one day. Uh, yeah, I know, right? You're good such dad a douche. Or, good dad or a good politician, either one. Shut up. Fuck you. All right, we're done here. Uh hey. Uh, do you know what you get when you throw together four guys and a passion for spirits, Kyle? I, I don't, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. I'm going to tell you right now. You get a high bank distillery. A legit distillery in Grandview near the yard with local spirits and great food. High bank is open seven days a week with a brunch, lunch, happy hour, and dinner menu. To learn more, go to highbankco.com. Drink local, drink high bank. Proud sponsors with the Columbus Blue Jackets and yours truly, the CBJ Artillery. If you're looking to go to a game this year or looking to go any to any event around town, uh, you can go to SeatGeek.com, download the SeatGeek mobile app. You can use our code CBJ. Again, that's CBJ, which, of course, stands for Columbus Blue Jackets, I think. Uh, use that code to get $20 off your first-time purchase. And if you want to wear some swag to the game, we have our own merch. Go to ShopTheArtillery.com. And pick up the uh, hottest merch in Columbus. December 5th against the Rangers blackout game. Columbus are nowhere shirts. Yeah, Get them. We're, we're blacking out uh, the, 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 the schweid. Do that thing. December 5th. Buy them um, with your money. Yes, buy them with the monies that you have. And then put the clothes on your body. We can help you. If you would like <laughs> us to help you put the clothes on your body, just let us know. Yeah, we are. We can is that a promise? Yes, yes. Right? <laughs> absolutely. Is this, is this free? It is free. It's um, free. Well, it's the a, shirt's not free. Yeah, the shirt's not free. But if you need help putting it on our your body, services are free. We will come to your house. Uh, <laughs> It'll be uh, a happy ending because for all of you'll us, have we'll, because oh, we'll, because we'll because we'll win a game. Too? That's, That's why. right. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no, it's we're it's happy ending because we're gonna win December fifth. That's what we're talking about. Rub one out in on the ice. Yes. Pucks in the net. All right, we're done. The more you talk, the more you just gotta stop. All right. Seriously, that's like a dad <laughs> thing right there. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm almost, I'm ready to be done. a dad. Yeah, we're done. Uh, hey, thanks a little bit for listening. Eric, Elaine. Thank you. Where can they follow you guys at? Um, you can follow the both of us. Uh, we both write for jacketscanon.com. We are Which at, is on Twitter, the CBJ yeah, Cannon, right? Yeah, we are at yes. CBJ Cannon on Twitter. Um, you can follow me personally at Eric, E-R-I-C underscore seeds, S-E-E-D-S. Elaine um, Shercliffe, I am a rain dancer. <laughs> yes, I am a. <laughs> it's well, not. Don't R- type in a- I am. <laughs> <laughs> letter I, letter M. I'm a rain dancer. Letter A. Do you dance rain in the rain, Elaine? Have you ever why danced in the lie? rain? I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, all the time. Cool. Know. It's a little weird. Why is it weird? <laughs> tell me. It's tell not, me. It's not weird. It's That's just. Right. And I just want to say, <laughs> I, I just want to say thanks to uh, Jordan and Kyle for having us today. Absolutely. It's been a, it's been a blast. So we'll, yeah. we should, we should do this again sometime. We yeah, love you guys. Absolutely. You guys are thanks, you man. guys are good to talk to, and you share the same thoughts that we have. <laughs> Jordan, you've been amazing yeah. to me since I've met you. Aw, thanks. And you too, Kyle. So nice. But it's been longer with this kid. Was <laughs> it, it like five years, six years? I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Kyle, I love you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> All right, little boomers. Uh, hit us with a five star review on iTunes. Tell us that you love us. We will see you Wednesday. Oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> so I just did the. I just did the-